This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Time. Time is a construct, a series of cogs, hands, and faces, ticking forward, ever forward, to an uncertain fate. Such is what we follow. Such is life. Welcome hey. to... Hey! <laughs> What are you doing in here? This is private. Out! Out with you, you cretin! Oh, my goodness. Who was that guy? He wasn't tall or short, thin or fat. Ah, well, at least he's gone. My apologies, intrepid listeners. Welcome to Midnight Marinera. Tonight, my esteemed guests, we are pleased to offer you something truly unique. We've received emails and emails and more emails and one peculiar letter in red writing that smells uh, faintly of copper, requesting one particular creepypasta to cover. And since we promised three stories in the month of April, our supernatural chefs have decided to honor the request for such a popular dish. It is a story I am not too familiar with myself, but I trust when our ghastly staff recognizes a memorable delicacy. In fact, I, they are setting it before me right now, and I... Oh. Uh, mm. uh, well, uh, hopefully appearances are deceiving, because at first glance this does not seem like something up to the normal caliber of our show. Uh, but I'm certain our cast is one that is truly... That You're kidding, right? Uh, you must be. I mean, I know we're scrambling to get this done, but I didn't expect so few... <sighs> Very well. This is Jeff the Killer. So, this is the new neighborhood. I guess. Every house looks the same. Yeah. Upper middle class white suburbia. It's boring. Now, Jeff, this is a nice fancy neighborhood. We're moving on up. To the east side? No, and how do you even know what you're referencing, Lou? Internet. Figures. That's all you kids do these days. Stare at screens. Why don't you take the time to do something active here? Maybe run to skateboard. Dad, only douchebags skateboard. Jeff! It's true. As soon as you get a skateboard, you turn into a douchebag. That's just how it works. Now that's enough. We're here. Hey, Mom, there's a woman staring at us from across the street, from the upstairs window. She's smiling, and it's kind of creepy. Oh, she's probably just happy to see new neighbors. I'm sure she'll come meet us as soon as we're done unpacking. Hi! Whoa, um, hi. I'm Barbara, and I live across the street. I just wanted to introduce myself and make sure that you felt ever so welcome to our lovely, perfect little community. Uh, uh, hey? Oh, and you must meet my son, Billy. Billy, get over here! 
go. Everyone, this is Billy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a nice boy, really. I think he's just distracted. Uh, I'm Margaret, and this is my husband, Peter. A pleasure. And my boys, Jeff and Lou. Hey. Well, it's absolutely great to meet you all. I'll let you get to unpacking. But I also wanted to let you know that Billy is having his 12th birthday party in two days, and I'd just love to see you all there. Of course, we'd be happy to. Not me. I have no interest all in... All of us would love you to come. Fabulous. Well, you take care now. If you need anything, anything at all, I'm right across the street. Toodles! Well, um... She seems nice. What the hell was that all about? And why did you invite me to that kid's birthday party? I'm not a dumb kid. Now, Jeff, you're only a year older than Billy, and we want to give a good impression to our new neighbors. You're going, and that's final. Whatever. And don't give me that attitude, young man. Why can't you be more like your brother? Equally apathetic to the prospect of going to a creepy neighbor's party? You're not helping, son. Sometimes I wonder if Lou is the only other person that gets it. No one else notices the hackneyed nature of life, do they? The futility of it all, with the cookie-cutter talk and the vacant, brainless nature of this neighborhood. I know I'm stronger, but sometimes... Sometimes I can feel it, lurking in the back of my mind, pushing me to join in. The cliché. Jeff? Yeah, Dad? Are you creating one of those weird feelings in there? No, Dad. Are, are you sure? Cause we, we can talk about it. Yes, Dad, I know. Can I have my privacy? You tend to get that thousand-mile stare, you know, and you start... Humming that one Kevin McLeod song. Yes, Dad, I'm just jacking off, okay? Jeez! G- good. As long as it's not the other thing. Come downstairs and get your stuff. You left everything in the hall. <sighs> sure beats sitting in an empty room. Uh, come to think of it, what am I doing in here? You had that another episode again, didn't you? Yeah, it's happening more and more, Lou. Mm-hmm. Saw you making that face at breakfast, just kind of staring off. That's why I kicked you under the table. Thanks. Mom would flip if she noticed. I thought I had it under control, but moving here? It's this neighborhood, you know? It's off. If by off you mean really, totally uninspired and predictable, then I feel ya. I swear that barber lady is going to swoop in on us tonight and make a homemade pie or something else weird. Did you see how she was grinning at us from her lawn as we left? It's freaky. Right? How is it that mom and dad never notice these things? Sometimes I feel like I'm trapped in a horrible short story with the laziest writing imaginable, and we're the only ones that know it. Been there. Done that. Huh? Being trapped in the story. Midnight Mariner Episode 6, The Writer's Ink. That was a good one. I rarely know what you're talking about. So if this is such a perfect neighborhood, what's the freaking school bus? There you go. The bus is late. Anytime now it's going to pull up and it'll be full of your stereotypes. The jocks, the nerds, the bratty girls, the bookworms. Don't forget the generic group of bullies. Yep. That's probably a group of them coming this way now. Probably. How can you tell? Because they have skateboards. Therefore, douchebags. I don't make the rules. It's just how it works. Yeah. Are you sure? Even coming coming douchebags! I stand corrected. Well, well, well. It looks like we got some new meat. Well, you're in luck. We're the welcoming committee around here. This year's Keith. So? And this big guy is Troy. 
I'm a bully! Yes, thank you, Troy. And I'm Randy. Now, I'm not sure you guys know, but there's a fee for riding the bus if you catch my drift. Seriously? Uh, we don't have time to deal with this. Hey, Randy, you want I should give these two a couple of nicks? Not yet. Look, kid, you better pay up. Cripes. Okay, sure. You have to bring knives into this? Knives? In this neighborhood? It just doesn't make sense. Do, don't you morons have anything better to do? Forget it, Jeff. They're cut and dried bullies. They have no motivation other than to be random assholes. But this whole thing is just so... God, what is wrong with you people? Aw, what's the matter? You mad because you're so weak and stupid? Oh, my face, my beautiful face, I need that to exist. I am so sick of this. You bastards stepped near my brother again, and you're getting one where the sun don't shine. You're gonna get it, you little punk. Troy, Keith, get him. I'm gonna cut you good. I'm a bully. Oh, what? You're gonna think you're gonna get me? You're gonna get me good? <laughs> oh, ooh, oh, my trachea. Oh, oh my that's not, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to get oh, hit in the trachea, but oh, my trachea. Oh, oh, my trachea. Oh, the memories oh. of the far. Tell Rack! Tell Rack! They are all oh, the way. The far! Oh, the far! Again, like that? Ouch. Oh, that's not. Ow! The bus! Run, Lou! What? Why? Just run! Move! Jesus, Jeff, that was nuts. Yeah, I have no idea how I managed that. That was awesome. No, I mean it was stupid to just run away when we could have clearly explained to the bus driver and everybody else what had happened. Now we're going to look bad. Oh, it, trust me, Lou. It would have been worse if we stayed. Knowing how this works, they'll take the side of the douchebags. That's how the cliche works. Jeff, this is also a cliche. At least we stood a better chance of explaining ourselves there. Ah, well, I guess you're right. I'm always right. Shut up. Let's just get to school and not worry about it. Sure, whatever. But this isn't like you. Hey, boys. Hey, Mom. How was your first day at school? Did you have a good one? Actually, no. See, Jeff... It was a wonderful day, Mother. Really. The, the hell are you talking about? <laughs> What was that all about? I really don't know. I'll talk to him. All right. He does seem to listen to you. It's this place. I know it. It's eating away at me. How can everyone be so blind to the presence of uninspired bullies in their midst, especially ones with knives? Well, I showed them. Beating them down felt good. So good. God, what am I thinking? I just made things worse. I fell for it somehow. Another tired trope that will lead to nothing. Why does it all seem so pointless? I... You're doing the thing again, Jeff. <sighs> Sheesh, man, can't you knock? I could hear you from the hall. I had to do something. Right. Thanks. God, Lou. I don't know what to do. Hey, we're fine, aren't we? It's like you said earlier. I guess. I just can't shake the feeling that something really terrible is going to happen. That's happening right now. Considering the neighborhood, yeah... Every pristine ranch-style home hiding some slack-jawed grunt with an inferiority complex that makes just no sense. Exactly! Wait, what? I mean, that group of bullies like that in a community like this just doesn't add up. Oh, good. That's what I thought you said. That's what it is. It's not just contrived, it, it feels forced. I also didn't expect you to turn into Bruce Lee all of a sudden. <laughs> Me neither. That was the weird part. It's like I wasn't myself then. Well, I think we somehow made it in the clear. Yeah, 
Maybe the people on the bus were about as perceptive as mom and dad. I think we're gonna be okay. Boys, get down here! Ah, oh, shit. There you are, Jeff. These offers tell me you attacked three kids and that two of them got stabbed. Mom, they were the ones with the knives. They pulled them on me and Lou. Now look here, son. We got injuries recorded, and witnesses say they saw you fleeing the scene. Now, what does that tell us? It tells me you guys aren't doing your job. How do you let punks like that ride around threatening people, and yet when honest kids, like me and Lou... Jeff? Kid, if you care about your sorry butt, you'll shut your trap. Better just confess. We have plenty of evidence saying it was you. <sighs> Alright, fine. I did it. I beat them up. But Lou tried to hold me back. Don't blame him. Good. That's all we wanted to hear. Oh, Jeff. Looks like a year in Juve for you. Better come with us. What? You're just taking me straight there? That's it? No trial or anything? Yep. That's how it works. But th but that makes no friggin' sense. Makes sense to me. Me too. Me three. Why, Jeff? Seriously, Mom? All of you? Wait, don't listen to Jeff. It was me. He's got a knife! Drop your weapon, kid. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you all fucking insane? Jeff, watch your language! And you, stop pointing guns at my boy! I was the one who did it. Jeff's just trying to cover for me. But he's innocent. Here, I'll drop the knife. Right then, kid. Let's go. Lou, no! It was me! Why are you suddenly taking him instead? Tell them it was me! You know it was me! Hey, Jeff. Looks like I'm setting up my own cliché now. See you soon. You too, Mom. It's alright, Jeff. You don't have to lie anymore. We know it was Lou. How? Seriously, how? Either of us could be lying. I just know, Jeff. I can't believe you would do such a thing. Lou! Don't leave me here alone with these people! Two days. Two days since they took Lou to Juvie. Why the hell did anyone, let alone my parents, just let this slide? It makes no goddamn sense. But I can't talk about it to anyone else. If they don't notice anything's wrong, how forced it feels. Lou. Lou understood. Lou saw things like they were. Lou saw things like this with me. Now he's not here. And I... No, I won't. I won't let the cliché claim me. But I sense it, crouched behind me, waiting for its moment to creep into my mind. Jeff. Uh, Jeff, wake up. Uh, what? You were talking in your sleep. It's time to get up. Why bother? It's Saturday. I want to sleep in. Not today, son. It's Billy's birthday party. I might die from the excitement. Come on, Jeff. You'll have a great time. You're joking, right? You don't expect me to go to some kid's party after... Jeff, we both know what happened. I think this party could be the thing that brightens up the past days. Now get dressed. Uh... Margaret, Peter, Jeff, it's so good to see you all. I'm so glad you made it. We're happy to be here. We definitely appreciate the invite, Barbara. That's lovely. I was shocked when I heard about what happened to Lou. Is he doing all right? He's fine, really. Nothing a little bit of time in JCD won't fix. We do miss him, though. Believe me, Jess could really use the distraction. Right, Jeff? Yeah, whatever. Well, I'm ever so pleased we can help you. 
I'm sure Billy will be happy to see you, Jeff. Billy! Jeff is here! Yo. Hey. Well, the backyard is all yours. Go have fun. We'll all be here. Go on, Jeff. Enjoy yourself. Fine. So, Billy. Yep. Eh. Eh. <sighs> this get any work? Even coming douchebags! Need my big mouth. Aha! I figured I'd find you here at some dumb kid's party. Hey. God, can't you dicks just go away? Got unfinished business with you, kid. I'm a bully! I beat the crap out of you, and you sent my brother to juvie. We're even. I don't go for even, I go for winning. We're gonna mess you up. Alright then, let's go. Okay, they have guns now. This just gets more and more ridiculous. This is just for insurance. Your life is about to be a living hell. <laughs> Shouldn't we do something about this? They just pulled guns on our son. No, let's just stand off to the side and watch it happen. I'm sure it'll all resolve itself in time. Ah! Come on, Jeff. Fight. <coughs> I can't. You just threw me through a patio door. Isn't that enough? Never. I'm the one that got your brother sent to juvie. I irrationally hate you with every fiber of my being and want to have a proper battle royale. But why? You started this. No, logic doesn't apply. It never applies because this makes no sense. Nothing makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> So this, this is My not face. a fight scene with all these specific things that happen. How do you expect to get this across without any form of narration? It, it, this is the, seriously, this is the worst I... <sighs> right, if you fill in the gaps. Oh, I guess we're putting about as much effort into this as was made to write. Anyway, so Jeff fought the bullies all through the house and in the process got hit with a bottle of vodka and a container of bleach or, or something. Uh, and even though Jeff managed to kill, yes, kill, the bullies with only a well-aimed punch and a towel rack, uh, Keith still managed to throw a lighter on him as he died and light him on fire. Uh, then Jeff passed out. Uh, why are we doing this story again? Jeff! Oh, honey! I'm glad you're okay. Don't talk too much. You were burned pretty badly so your face is in a cast. Even though we all stood around and did nothing while those bullies showed up, we did manage to get the fire out and to get you to a hospital. I have great news. After all the witnesses told the police that Randy confessed of trying to attack you, they decided to let Lou go. He'll be out by tomorrow, and then you two will be able to be together again. The doctor said he's doing all he can, but it will take some time for you to heal. You'll have to stay bandaged up for now, but we'll be all right here with you as soon as we can. Two weeks later. Alrighty then, we'll just go ahead and take these bandages off and uh, hope for the best. Hope for the best? Are you supposed to be a professional? <laughs> I miss you too, bro. Quiet, Lou. I'm sure the doctor did all he could. That's right. Now I'll slowly take off the gauze. Egan, his face! What? What about my face? Jesus. Whoa, that's really freaky. Is that even possible? I need a mirror. Bathroom's right over there. 
Oh my god. They weren't kidding. I look like a, I look like a caricature. The white skin, the singed hair. I look like a maniac. A killer. I... I get it. Suddenly, I get it. Everything that's happened, everything that's led me to this point in time was to give me this face. This is my origin story. I know it. <laughs> Jeff. Hey, Jeff, it's, it's not that bad. Not that bad? <laughs> Lou, it's perfect. Um, Jeff, are, are you okay? I've never felt better. <laughs> Look at me. This face goes perfectly with me. Doctor, is my son alright in the head? <laughs> oh yes, this behavior is typical for patients that have taken very large amounts of painkillers. <laughs> if his behavior doesn't change in a few weeks, bring him back here and we'll give him a psychological test. Thanks. All right, Jeff, it's time to go home. Okay, Mommy. <laughs> oh, boy. I never should have gone to Juvie. Uh, what the hell? God damn thin walls. I did not want to hear Mom and Dad doing that. <laughs> Jeff? <laughs> oh shit! Go to slip. Go to slip? What the hell? I meant sleep. Go to sleep. God, Lou, why do you have to undermine this for me? Because you're being an ass. What are you doing with that knife? What I was meant to do, Lou. What I was always meant to do. Dude, can you stop being cryptic for like five seconds and talk to me like a normal person? But I'm not normal, Lou. I never was. Don't you see it? I always saw it, Jeff. Not making any sense. That's the point, Lou. Nothing makes sense. I ran from it, tried to avoid it, but I never really understood. Everything that's happened to me, it was just my origin story. Now I've embraced it, become what the circumstances of the world led me to be, and I'm going to make the most of it. Why fight it? Wait, did you cut your face? I made my smile better. My face got tired of smiling, so I cut a permanent one into my cheeks. Okay, Mr. Joker. Real original. God, you really turned into a cliche, haven't you? See, you're thinking too much. You could be like me, but you're too critical. That's why you have to die. It makes no sense to kill you, the only one who had ever really understood me. Jeff, 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 What's Jeff, that? Do you hear Jeff, it? <laughs> Do you hear it? That's the sound of my fans. They've also embraced the nonsensical nature of my story, and they love me for it. I will become immortal to them, personified in their fan art and spin-offs, their slash fix, and their pairings of me with their Mary Sues. I will become a god among killers. My name will be burned into the internet for all time, and no one can avoid me. Jeff, this is getting a little too meta. If you're really embracing your dull as dirt persona, you gotta stop arguing with me. But you can't, can you? Because somewhere in there is the real Jeff, my brother. And he knows how vapid and stupid this whole thing is. That Jeff is gone, Lou. Now, I'm Jeff the Killer. And after Mom and Dad... 
You'll be my third victim. Now. Go to slip. Ah. Ah, shit. Give me a sec. Are those eye drops? Yeah, I have to use them every couple minutes or so. You have to when you don't have eyelids. No. No eyelids? Yeah, I burned them off myself. That's why I haven't been blinking. Jeff, you've got to admit, that's really unbelievably dumb. Well, it seemed like a good idea at the time, but... No, no, no. Stop it. Stop it. I can't... I can't do this anymore. This is really the most popular creepypasta of all time. How? This is ludicrous. Idiot. I can't even... Ah, Soliva. This is... I can't even... I'm done. That's it. I've had it. You can call my age. I don't even care. I'm done with Well, there you go, listeners. I thought that mysterious hooded figure, who smelled faintly of spaghetti sauce, would never leave. It seems even the most enigmatic of entities can be frustrated by a poorly constructed narrative. I suppose all that leaves now is... the credits... Midnight Marinera is a bi-monthly, and, in this case, tri-monthly, podcast, written, produced, directed, and mixed by David King. This episode features the voice talents of Dennis Magat, David King, Tyler Randolph, Amanda Isbell, Sarah Llewellyn, and Matt Hawley. Jeff the Killer is a not-so-original short story attributed to Cessure, though the original author is still, at this point, unknown. Comments? Suggestions? Incomplete? Unfulfilled? Feel free to leave a comment wherever you happen to listen to this, or email us at midnightmarinera at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Good night, intrepid listeners. Good night. <laughs>